You've got mail. The moment you've all been waiting for. You've waited so patiently, and now it's finally here. It's bigger. It's badder. It's a, a new, new episode, episode of, of Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yay. That was the biggest thing that happened this week, right? Yes, that really was. So welcome back to Nostalgia, everyone. I know it's been quite a while. It's since, been a minute. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit of time since we last made an episode. Let's let's not dwell on how long it's been exactly, but safe to say, I'm glad we're back. Ditto. Yes, I'm Jonah. I'm Sarah. And yes, this is Nostalgia. So we decided to do a special mini episode this week because a certain movie came out. Incredibles 2! Yeah, we were both really excited about this because Sarah and I both really, really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we really liked the original, obviously. Yeah, we really liked Incredibles. Yeah, it was always a big family movie that we've watched over and over and mm-hmm. over and over. And it's very appropriate that Incredibles 2 came out uh, Father's Day weekend mm-hmm. because it's obviously it's a very family-oriented movie. Yeah. All right, so overall impressions of mm-hmm. Incredibles 2. Yeah, what did you think? I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I really liked it a lot, too. It was the most fun I've had at the movies in a while, I think. Mm-hmm. It was still, even though it's the same characters and they picked up pretty much right off where they left, I think it was still exciting and new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right. It really does pick up almost exactly where the old one left off, mm-hmm. which, is, which is always fun. It really is like a very much a continuation of the story. Yeah, and even though the animation is different, I think it still lends to the old style that they had in the first one. Like the way that everything looks, like the shapes of the cars and the houses. Yeah, and how everything's kind of a 1960s style. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that aesthetic. Because I always enjoyed the style where it seems kind of as though it's a different world in mm-hmm. a way, because it definitely seems like modern day, but... It reminds me of the, the quote-unquote future world that was envisioned mm-hmm. in the 60s, you know? Yeah, where, yeah. You know, in the 60s, they envisioned a world where it looked very similar to their own, but more futuristic, more technology, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because they have, you know, a city with a super fancy monorail and stuff and that's that's the kind of thing that really crops up a lot when you're looking at visions of the future from the 1960s so I think that's clever so what did you think of like this oh we should by the way we should give a blanket spoiler alert obviously because it's hard to discuss the plot without some spoilers yeah say anything unless you say so spoiler alert some spoilers yeah so what, what did you think of, like, the actual storyline? Because it, it goes, it's kind of similar to the original, but it goes in a pretty different direction. What did you think? I thought it was good. It was really funny to see um, Bob interacting with the kids a little bit more. Because, I mean, of course he did in the first one. But you kind of see more of his and Helen's relationship mm-hmm. a little bit more specifically rather than the family as a whole. So it was really interesting I thought to see kind of the everyday struggles that families go through like Mm -hmm. with the math or with the date going yeah helping with math problems Um, yeah and you just fighting raccoons in the trash can Mm -hmm. and the only Mm -hmm. it was as though they did the dinner scene 
from the first one, and they kind of took that concept and oh yeah, the scene where the scene that. where they're all eating a family yeah. dinner and it's kind of tense, typical mm-hmm. back and forth type thing that you have between siblings and yeah. parents. It was fun to see them all interacting rather than just two of them at a time, which mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. you get a lot of Violet and Dash in yeah. the first one, which is still fun, but it's also really fun to see them all. Interacting together, especially mm-hmm. Jack Jack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should mention Jack Jack definitely has a lot more powers than any other superhero. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's it's funny because actually one of the things I read about it was there's a new power that Jack Jack has, which is basically to turn into like bubble bubble gum kind of. Yeah. Like so the the scene I mentioned is he's fighting with a raccoon mm-hmm. that is out in their trash. And he is shooting laser eyes at it and just kind of, like, wrestling with it. And then at one point, Jack-Jack turns into this squishy bubblegum-like substance that the raccoon, like, sticks to. (laughs) Apparently, they, back in the day, back in 2004, Mm -hmm. when they made the first one, they didn't actually have the technology to do that. So the director wanted to make the squishy bubblegum power but they literally didn't have the animation technology to make that yeah. back then. So now I guess we saw, saw a, a few different extra powers that he had because I don't think he did the replicating one. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think the... he did. Yeah, he can well, replicate himself. Yeah, and I guess if people only saw the, um, like the movie The Incredibles and mm-hmm. didn't see Jack-Jack attack, then there's a few things that they might not know. That's true. You know, because it was only, I don't know if they put it anywhere else, but I remember back when you would have DVDs Mm -hmm. and um, you'd be sitting with your siblings and you'd try to go through every single special... Special feature. Yeah, in the the menu. And so Jack-Jack Attack was in the menu, but I don't think it was anywhere else Just if you just only watched the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you had to get the DVD package or whatever. Yeah, but... Because I guess if you only saw the Incredibles, then you see him, you see, like, the demon baby, you see him turn metallic, and oh, yeah. he catches on fire? Yeah, he actually, right? he never turned metal in this movie. He didn't, yeah. He didn't turn metallic. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. They, they offhandedly mention that he has 17 powers. Yeah. But, I don't, I don't, well, obviously didn't, like, count all his powers, but... No. I think the one you see the most often is kind of drifting through walls and stuff. Yeah, just the floating like, flo- somewhere. <laughs> kind of like floating along, <laughs> just, like, just going through. Oh, he also turns He also turns giant. Yeah, that was he, really He crazy. just randomly turns into a massive baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty entertaining to see all, all his powers and everything. Mm-hmm. And speaking of many different powers, this is um, part, part of the plot of this movie is that um, Elastigirl, the mom... Helen is trying to help superheroes out by, you know, trying to give them a good name and, you know, fighting crime, wearing a little camera so that people can see all the good stuff that she's doing. And so part of that is all these kind of young new superheroes Mm -hmm. come out of the shadows and come and, and meet her and a couple of new superheroes with kind of like fun eclectic powers, mm-hmm. different things. Yeah, like they the all guy seem can pretty crush specific. stuff with the force. Yeah. And or the regurgitator, that was pretty unique. Reflux. Or wait, was His reflux? name was Reflux. Oh yeah. <laughs> he like 
That, that one was kind of gross. Yeah. He's like an old guy who <laughs> basically. What did he lava. say? Like superpower, your medical condition, you decide. You decide. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then a super big burly guy. Who the was brick. The brick. Yeah, it was interesting to see him and Mr. Incredible fight because I feel like their powers yeah. are pretty similar. They're both very strong. Yeah. But, yeah, that, uh, well, I mentioned to you after we, after we actually finished watching the movie that I kind of got a slight Big Hero 6 vibe from that I did part. too. I, I don't know, just, just because it was kind of this ragtag ensemble cast of, like, a bunch of different new superheroes that you didn't really know who they were. You kind of knew, you, like, you knew what their powers were and everything, but it was just kind of a big bunch of them, and... I, I don't know. I mean, some people might find that really fun just to have a ton of new characters with a bunch of different, like, powers. But I thought it was kind of like, eh, well, there's a bunch of them. Well, but I, 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 I care more about the, the core characters, I think. Yeah, but if they're kind of starting to advocate for more supers and wanting to make it legal, I think it's only natural that they brought in some new people that had been Yeah, hiding. that's very true. That's very true. Um, yeah. And there's a there's a superhero girl that can create little portals mm-hmm. and make things fly around. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that before. Alright, like the well, there's a video game portal. Well, okay, <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know if it's that. I don't know if I've seen a superhero really do that though. Mm. in movies yeah. um, it's not that it's bad I just thought it, it's it that part of the movie didn't feel as fresh and original as the rest of it you know mm. to at least to me it well, kind of seemed a little similar to things that we'd seen before but you mean like were they trying to force a relationship and for you to stand up for these characters that they just introduced. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean by that. I understand why they did it, but... And I think... I'm wondering if there's going to be a third one, because they really wanted to focus on the Void character, which has mm. the portal powers that you are mentioning. Mm-hmm. Because more than the new anybody that's in the new group, they seemed to highlight her mm-hmm. a little bit more. And at the end, she's chatting with Violet. Oh, so I don't yeah. know if there will be a friendship or... Yeah. Maybe a larger group. A I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. no, <laughs> I don't know if that, I, it'll I be that, that. No, I don't know if it'll be that big. But yeah, I I thought it. Like I said, I thought it was a very entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. And the the only thing was, I thought it was slightly predictable who the villain was. Did you feel that as well? Like I, we got kind of weird vibes from and. Again, spoiler alert, you probably shouldn't be listening to this if you don't want to be surprised, but the villain is, is I thought was a little obvious who it was. Well, it didn't, I, okay, so because, so there's these two characters um, that you get introduced to near the beginning. It's after kind of a bunch of things have been destroyed when they're trying to capture the Underminer, mm-hmm. um, and they're, uh arrested again for helping out because it just seems like they ruined everything rather than just like letting it run its course um and so frozone manages to sneak away and he's approached by this guy with a business card who says that like they want to help them and so it turns out this one guy who owns a i think it's a telecommunications company Mm -hmm. and he loves supers 
because his dad loves supers, and there's this whole part of the story where their parents got killed because the house got robbed and there nobody could come save them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, though so the father called for help to the supers, but the supers weren't able to answer. Yeah, and so, which I was thinking, I was wondering at what point in time that happens because Sindra might have already killed these characters. Yeah, from the first one. From the first movie. Um, so anyways, yeah, he had those telephones that you see in <laughs> a bunch of different superhero <laughs> the, movies that, the like, the mayor would phone. have and be like, I don't know. It's always behind, like, a, a little wooden cabinet yeah. door. Like, it's in Powerpuff Girls, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's in other ones. I just don't distinctly remember. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, Superman. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and anyway, so it's this this guy is the main head of the company. Winston? Yeah, Winston. Yeah. And Evelyn is his sister, who's kind of the designer, inventor person. And she yeah, seems she's kind like of the super brains laid of the operation. back and not sitting in the chair right. I don't know. Like, they're just <laughs> like, she's a right. cool That's sister a, kind yeah. of vibe, you know? <laughs> Um, and, yeah, <laughs> she was the one that I thought it was a little obvious, like, well, okay. I wasn't really sure about her. At first I thought it, I was getting a weird vibe from Winston, because I'm like, he's too excited about this. Th- that's true. I think, I think the movie tries to lead you on to yeah. think he's the, he's kind of the, the sketchy evil mm-hmm. one, because, and I mentioned this yesterday, I was like, He's very fascinated with the villains, you know, because when they when they do catch one of the villains, they grab the mask from from the villain, and he he is kind of like holding it like it's a trophy, almost like it's it's the guy's head, but it's yeah. it's just his mask, and he he kind of gives it to Elastigirl and whispers like, "Here's a memento," you know. So yeah. it's kind of like creepy. You it know? is kind of creepy, but I mean, but she I, wouldn't I have. Think- fully figured out what was going on if she hadn't have had the mask. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, in terms of his his character, I think they tried to kind of lead you on to make you think he was the bad guy. Yeah, that's true. And and earlier, and, and I think before that happens, they kind of have some scenes where Elastigirl and Evelyn are kind of like buddying up to each other and like becoming friends Mm -hmm. and so maybe they were just trying to lead you away from her and make you focus on him yeah especially since he's kind of the main benefactor of the supers and they kind of just immediately trust him because he's a rich guy and he gave them a house gave them a house and and he yeah he gives the family a house and gives them whatever they want and blah 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 Mm -hmm. so you know. Yeah, I guess we haven't really talked about the villain. I mean, we talked about who they are, but not what they did. Oh, you mean the the screen slaver? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you want to talk about him? Um, well, her. Her. Oh, technically. They make her. it. Yeah, they make, they make it seem like it's a him. Because so she can <coughs> control minds with the screens and hypnotism and stuff, and so they make it seem like it's a guy because of this voice distortion. Um, but it's also, she can have these masks that have screens in them, and so she basically yeah, was hypnotizing goggles, basically. Yeah, this pizza guy, and he was uh, the one that was kind of 
Yeah. It's it's um, pretty clever, really, because she yeah. puts the mask on just, you know, this random guy, like the, the goggles, mm -hmm. and then a mask over his head. So everyone thinks that this masked guy is the villain, but really he's just a puppet, basically. Mm -hmm. So, like, the masked guy fights with Elastigirl and everything, but when she unmasks him, he's he's... He's kind of like, oh, wait, what, wait, happened? Wait, what happened? Yeah. I'm a pizza delivery boy. Like, yeah. And they're, of course, they're like, oh, we don't believe you. Mm -hmm. But really, he he was innocent. But it seemed as though he was, he was yeah. the evil one. And I guess, was she actually trying to <clears throat> say something about society when she was talking about... The yeah, I think so. TVs I think that was kind of the main message. Or I, well, It seemed like she had two different messages because she had that... Which I don't know if it was mostly a distraction, because her main thing that she really tried to do was just to make supers still illegal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? she clearly had a vendetta against all yeah. supers, but there was also when she was kind of, quote-unquote, playing the screen slaver, he kind of goes on this whole tirade, like this manifesto against... Mm -hmm screens and stuff like that, yeah. this anti-technology manifesto. Which I don't know if that was just kind of a distraction so that she wouldn't really, Yeah. you know, it just it seems like a random though. villain. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a pretty common villain trope, I feel like, kind what, of. What, leaning on technology? Yeah, like an anti-technology trope. Luddite? The Unibot. Ah, Luddite, yeah. Mm -hmm. Neo-Luddite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it is pretty creepy, but he, um, yeah, so Elastigirl, it seems as though she defeats the screen slaver, but in reality, it was her the whole time. Yeah, what makes her suspicious that she didn't actually get him? She said it was too easy or something? Or he no She notices she on, on the screen when she's fighting the screen slaver. Well, did she that notice that when she was fighting? Or did she just afterwards. notice that when she was just looking through the footage? Because like, yeah, what made her look through the footage I don't remember again? what made her suspicious. Yeah. Like, she just had a weird feeling about it, maybe? Maybe. Cause it, maybe because of his reaction intuition. when he took off the mask? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. But yeah, she realizes that he is tapping into her camera mm -hmm. that's, on, that's on her suit. And so she kind of she thinks, hmm, you know, did he hack into it? It yeah. was a pretty secure feed. The only way could have gotten that is from the inside but then as soon as she realizes that Evelyn slaps the mask on her yeah. and turns her evil yeah it's super yeah it's it's crazy how many gadgets Evelyn seems to have that can make her not her stretchiness not really yeah. work you know this this is something that you mentioned yesterday though hmm. is throughout these two movies there hasn't been a single evil super yeah they're all Regular people that are angry. The villains. Yeah. Yeah, regular people who are angry, but who are really good with technology. Mm-hmm. Syndrome. So maybe the blast. third one will actually be yeah. a super that's angry. Unless the Underminer is a super. <laughs> Which I think I, he's not. He uses technology, too. He's very tech. Yeah, I mean, his hands are like... Cyborg. Yeah, like robotic hands. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, it's an interesting point. Yeah, technology really plays a big role in these mm -hmm. Yeah, that's movies. the only thing that the villains seem to have an upper hand on, mm -hmm. is that they have a lot of technology. Yeah. I, I like how these movies are, <laughs> this might sound weird to say, but even though they're kind of like cartoonish in many ways, they are actually kind of realistic too, mm -hmm. you know, because it it's, they're very kind of self-aware because after they, after the supers defeat the underminer, but they smash up a bunch of the city, it cuts to them in a meeting afterwards with the insurance people. And they're yeah. like, you know, if you had just done nothing, insurance would have paid for everything. Yeah. And that's such like a typical, you know, you could see that happening in real life. You yeah. could see that being a controversy. If someone actually decided to, to be a superhero in, yeah. or something and do... Liability and yeah, whatnot. Like, yeah, do you really? And then <laughs> the reason that the uh, the eccentric billionaire decides to bring Elastigirl in to to oh, yeah. be his, uh, <laughs> like, their protege Yeah, their advocate. Their advocate is they said, oh, well, we did a cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, they don't actually say what the ratio was or whatever, but you, you see, like, a glance of a pie chart. Of, the, Mr. of Mr. Incredible's cost-benefit analysis, yeah. and the cost is like ninety-five percent. The benefit is five percent or whatever. So that that's pretty funny. I, I like the attention to detail in all Pixar movies. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, should we talk about Easter eggs? Oh yeah. Well, I think watching it, you you saw one. I didn't really notice any Easter eggs until mm. we kind of because apparently the up Pizza Planet truck is in it. Somewhere. Which, yeah, which maybe well, we it was it. during the underminer scene. I yeah, don't know. it could have been. Could there's have been. a lot of cars getting thrown around. So, mm -hmm. um, the one that I did definitely notice oh, was the pizza delivery guy works for Pizza Planet. <gasps> oh, that would be cool. I now, don't know. That would be, I don't know. Now, that's speculation, wait, that would be but funny. I don't know when we would have seen that car though. Still, yeah, maybe there was some clue in his because because you see the the supposed screen slavers kind of lair or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe, maybe there's there like some pizza clue boxes? in there. Maybe. Oh, that'd be really funny. Okay, that's just speculation, yeah. but but that's a really good idea. The the one that I did notice is the number A one one three, which is the number of the classroom where a bunch of the animators studied, and so that number appears in every Pixar film. Yeah. And so see if you can spot it. It's mm -hmm. it's practically at the end of the movie. It's very very close to the end. So. Yeah. And if you see the Pizza Planet truck, make sure you tweet at it, tweet at us to tell us where it is. Yeah. At nostalgia underscore. And then I don't know if it was if this is like an Easter egg or just kind of a play on words, but so the two brother the brother and sister character that mm -hmm. are kind of creating this advocacy to legalize superheroes. Yeah, that's basically it's, the motivation yeah, for them. It's uh, Evelyn and Winston Dever. Mm -hmm. And so Evelyn is the one that ends up being the villain. So her full name is Evelyn Dever. So like evil Endeavor. Evil <laughs> 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 yep, that's what so, we call an acronym. But acronym. I, yeah. I guess I, I don't think that... I think maybe we didn't catch anything like that because he probably introduced himself as Winston Dever, and this is my sister Evelyn. 
Right. You right, know? Right. He didn't say, yeah. They, this they, is my I don't, sister, I don't know evil if they endeavor. Ever, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they ever actually put it together. Ignore the name. It's just, yeah. You know. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I also liked that they brought back the Incredible. Oh, yeah, the Incredible. Because you only see that for... The opening scene of the first yeah. movie, basically. Yeah, and so it's just really funny to see um, Bob's reaction when they... Apparently, somebody found it and, and fixed, it up. fixed it. Or maybe it was never messed up yeah, and they just took it away from him and... He, some rich guy bought it at an auction and you see Mr. Incredible get really upset and start the car and he's like really tempted to take it back but he, I think he's kind of thinking of that like whole, whole cost benefit thing that they talked about. Oh that, yeah. Because um, it, it's really clever because he sees the guy buying it on yeah. live TV and he has the remote with him so mm -hmm. he can And he turns it on and car. you can see it on live TV it turned on and all the people kind of freaking out. And so, but he kind of realizes that he can't keep doing this stuff just because he wants mm. to Especially be super again. Especially when he has again. to take care of Jack-Jack. Yeah. And that, like, there, if he does this, <coughs> it kind of might mess up everything that Helen's been working at. Right, right. So. Yeah. But it's funny because then just Dash takes the remote and Oh, yeah, he just messes with it anyway. Board. I mean, obviously, it, it's good that he does because it helps them escape from yeah. the the super the supers who are being controlled by mm -hmm. the evil goggles yeah which frozone is protecting them but he eventually gets the goggles slapped on him mm -hmm. and then their mom and dad get the goggles slapped on them and so yeah it's tough for them since their their own family is against them now mm -hmm. yeah did you think the characters like learned a lot do you think they grew or... I think Violet did. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, because there's the subplot about her and Tony. Well, Tony, and then you see at the end, like, nobody wants to babysit Jack-Jack during the thing. But then at the <coughs> end, Violet says, like, I'm going to stay with Jack-Jack in case the ship mm -hmm. actually converges yeah. and I can save him at least or mm -hmm. something. That's like true, that. because literally throughout the entire movie... Nobody wants to watch No him. one wants to babysit Jack-Jack. <laughs> but, I mean... Can you blame them? Because he does kind of it's just turn kind into of, a flaming baby Well, sometimes. and I mean, it's before they even knew that. And it's, you just, it, there's just something about being the sibling. Like, oh, I have to be the one that babysits. Yeah. Like, I want to go have fun too. <laughs> Which their fun includes, uh, you know, fighting crime. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by the end, you're right. Yeah, they, and I think, I think Bob does too because he kind of has to, you know kind of realize, like, I really want to be super, but there's other things that we kind of need to let yeah, happen. Yeah, he has to be a super dad as well. Mm -hmm. mm. Which he is. Yeah. I don't know who really grew besides that. Mm. I mean, Helen maybe, but she seems, like, pretty even, mm -hmm. the whole plot. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe just... I think that maybe her biggest change was, was pretty near the beginning, because... Um, she didn't really want to leave her family, but then she realized that it was something kind of that she had to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just kind of like it, loosening up and actually <coughs> just being. Yeah, super. I think what ended up persuading her was Bob telling her that it was for her kids' future. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah. I think she had fun with it anyway. Yeah, I think she, <laughs> she did too. She obviously had fun being, being in the spotlight. 
Yeah. But Bob was definitely jealous. You could yeah. tell the entire time. Yeah. He was he was really jealous of of her being in the spotlight, but I think he accepted it. Yeah, I think he realized the benefit of it. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's interesting because it, it seems like Helen is just really good at, uh, like, she can do motorcycles, she can fly helicopters I mean, and jets super. and stuff. Well, you know, she's just the only super that you really see being able to do all of those different... Mm. Yeah, I think even of. if she didn't have power, she'd be a super pretty super person yeah because she just has a lot of skills yeah she does yeah and but have you noticed how maybe this is just because it's a cartoon but have you noticed how almost all the supers regardless of their powers are able to get like punched and like knocked around and stuff as well yeah have you noticed that that's probably just because it's a kind of cartoon yeah that's probably a big thing but yeah i just i really like these movies because they they really do have a lot of positive family themes and everything yeah well, and I mean, and, Syndrome gets knocked really around fun. in the first one, and he's able to get back up, so I think it is just like a cartoon that's true. Yeah. thing. Yeah, that's true. An- another good point is that Incredibles 1 really came out before all the slew of Marvel movies that we've had. Yeah. It, it really did. At I least mean, like the recent, yeah. The, the Like, really the only superhero movies that had come out before that was kind of the original Superman, Superman movies. Well, a couple Batman movies and like some of the X Men movies, but other than that, yeah. can you think of any? Yeah, other I don't Marvel think of movies? this new Marvel universe. I don't think that that yeah. was as much of a focus as it is now. Yeah, and I personally, I'm a little bit tired of all the Marvel stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of exhausting to me because yeah, all I the just... movies are kind of the same, and it's just they make it billion dollars and then they're gonna make 10 more I think it's just entertaining I know that I'm not going there and I'm gonna really learn some you know (laughs) big life lesson but I think it's just interesting to see all these characters and their different yeah 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 but but yeah Incredibles came out four years before Iron Man even oh so so yeah that yeah that should tell you kind of how yeah back when it came out it really was very um, very original. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I really like how it's kind of a 60s aesthetic and everything, because I really like the old cheesy Superman movies mm-hmm. from, like, the 70s. <laughs> I just think they're really fun. Yeah. And I, I think the best kind of superhero movies are the ones that don't take themselves too seriously, like, yeah, that's like these movies. True. Yeah. Because while there are, like, some serious elements and there's peril and whatnot it's still like a goofy fun family movie mm-hmm. so i thought it was great i thought it was really really fun mm-hmm. i would see it again yeah definitely i would like to see it again maybe, maybe even I in theaters i honestly wouldn't mind seeing it in theaters again yeah that, it would be fun because <laughs> yeah. it was fun because there were a decent amount of kids in there too mm-hmm. when we were seeing yeah it. you so could tell the like kids were enjoying movie. it too yeah so a new generation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and yeah, it was nice because it, it, there wasn't... I mean, there was, like, action and fighting and, and some shooting and whatnot, but it was nice to, to have, like, a really good, decent family movie mm-hmm. that you could... that you know you could bring kids to and they, they're not going to, like, learn a bunch of bad stuff or have a bunch of weird innuendo or whatever, so... Yeah, I thought there's... 
peril. Of yeah, there's course. there's definitely peril. But I don't think it's too scary. No, yeah, it, for it definitely kids, wasn't too scary. Unlike some of the movies we talked about. Oh yeah, in, in our previous episode, <laughs> yeah, where we talked about very scary kids yeah. movies. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I remember any really funny quotes from this one. Well, of course, there's the math. Oh, yeah. Why do they change math? Math is math. Because <laughs> yeah. I actually remember stuff like that whenever I would come home with homework, and it would be different than the way that my parents learned it, and yeah. they would try to help, but it's just different. Yeah, yeah it is funny. <laughs> is she going through, ad- or is she having adolescence? She's is having that adolescence. what Dash says in Violets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably in a couple of years we'll be quoting this one too. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing I liked was Edna and Jack Jack's relationship. Oh. That was really fun. Yeah, Edna babysits Jack Jack for a while, and yeah. after a little while, he ends up like walking like her. Like, he he has a lollipop in his hand, and mm-hmm. he's holding it like she holds her little. Is it a little baton, or is, it's not a cigarette thing, is it? The, the little thing she holds all the time. I think it might be like a, one of those long cigarettes. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. But still, it's, yeah, he's yeah. holding it in the same way, so yeah. it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I guess they're going to have to get a new, because she helps out by kind of figuring out what all of his powers are and developing a suit mm-hmm. to make it more manageable for the parents and even this tracker that tracks the baby as well as what power is going to come mm-hmm. next and... While he was a giant baby, he broke it, so hopefully <laughs> yeah. she gets some another one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that won't be a problem for her. Yeah. Tony Ridinger. <laughs> what are you hungry for? <laughs> Let's just end with a bunch of Incredibles quotes yeah. from the original movie. <laughs> we're dead. We're dead. We survived, we're, but we're dead. We survived, but we're dead. <laughs> uh, oh, both of you get a grip. <laughs> Or so help me. What is she saying? Does this mean we're gonna have to move? Or again? like she's like get a grip or you're grounded. Oh uh, yeah. Though, like in the or middle of the You're grounded. <laughs> and that like it makes them perk up. Yeah. India Golf ninety nine. Oh, I I wish that Kari was in it. Do your Kari voice. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Parr. It's Kari. I'm sorry for freaking out. <laughs> Your baby has special needs. <laughs> You're like, I'm fine, Mrs. Parr, but weird things are happening. Well, I think that about does it for this episode yeah. of Nostalgia. Thank you again for being patient, as you were uh, for waiting 14 years for the Incredible <laughs> sequel. Thank you for waiting over a year for yeah. the uh, Nostalgia at least, sequel. At least we did it under 14 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing better than Pixar, so... <laughs> So, anyway, definitely tweet us if you notice any more Easter eggs in Incredibles 2, because apparently, well, we looked at them up afterwards, apparently there is an, an Easter egg for Toy Story 4, but apparently it's not really that noticeable until you see that movie, so yeah. never mind. But the Pizza Planet truck, that is definitely a legitimate mm-hmm. one. And I'm sure and that for. there's more that will surface. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So... All right, well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a super day. Have a super day. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Nostalgia. Goodbye.